0: I love sharing the messages from other people on this planet who are exploring consciousness for themselves and willing to share their experiences so that we can all learn, because no experience is the same. So thanks for joining the show. I hope you enjoy it. All right, good morning, everyone. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining me, as always, on the podcast. I sure appreciate each and every one of you. Now let's dive into this October energy update. This is a great one. And we have some really, oh, actually just honestly, lots of things going on and spirit had a lot to share. The main themes are transforming the darkness into the light through conscious choice. And the second one is that October is a month of fate, destiny, and change. Fate, destiny is the big key one and change. So Starting off with that one, if we talk about destiny, we're talking about these faded pieces within your blueprint based on the choices that you've been making, these faded pieces finally coming into alignment. There's been a lot of stalls for some people and yet actually too, there've been other people that have mentioned to me that things are flying and aligning for them. So really take the pieces of this that really resonate with you and the ones that don't, then that's that's not the message for you but fate, destiny, and change. So let's look first of all, to what's happening in the stars this month. So first thing we had Mercury going direct on the second. So that's a beautiful thing because now we're really moving forward with all the reflection that we've done, the shifting and changing within, you know, adjusting those personal narratives, clearing up maybe some other triggers or things. Uh, and now we get to be moving forward. Now do keep in mind, there is kind of, um, When a planet does move direct, there's kind of like a two-week window where there's still some lingering energies of the retrograde. So if some of you are still really feeling retrograde-like energy, just remember that it's within kind of that window, some call it a gateway. But for the most part, we will be feeling a big movement forward, a kind of springboard moving forward, which again, allows those alignments of fate and destiny to come in and change things where they need to. Now, the other thing that we have going on too is we have Saturn and Uranus in kind of a close square, uh, and we have the new moon solar eclipse energy. So we're getting into eclipse season again here. So there is going to be, again, eclipses bring a lot of change. These, These changes are catalysts for soul unions, and we've been talking about this since August. Remember, spirit kept coming in. Uh, In some of the card readings I was doing, also in downloads, they were coming in talking about soul unions, aligning two peak things so that they can meet many of those peak things being people, two people, whether that's romantic for you, whether that's business partnerships, um, reconnections within family, whatever that may be. It's these alignments of these things coming together to allow for transformations, transitions, and again, meeting things on that point of fate and destiny. So I'm really excited for this month, to be honest. I really, really am. Now, I feel too that Spirit right now is saying this month is a month for many of the long-awaited things, the things that you have been holding steady to, holding your frequency for, Holding the alignments of the long awaited alignments. So that's pretty exciting. Now, we're going to come back to that in a moment. Now, going back to the first part of transforming the darkness into light, or you could even see it as transforming your darkness into light. Now, when we say transforming your darkness, sometimes people listen to that and they're like, "What? I don't have I don't have darkness. I don't. I've cleared a lot of my stuff. I've gone through my wounding. I've healed this. I've healed that. There can't possibly be more." And it doesn't mean that there has to be more deep, dark, um, ominous type healing. This is more like allowing the other sides of your light to show themselves too and have space to be heard. And so, an example of that can be. You know, say you feel really frustrated about something or say you had an interaction with someone and you're really frustrated about it and you want to be understanding and you want to be forgiving and you want to be compassionate, but you also have your own feelings about it and you also have your own very human reaction to it, which may be, maybe it's jealousy. Maybe it's shame. Maybe it's... um, You know, you're triggered because you feel less worthy, even though you don't want to spend time in those energies of shame, trigger, unworthiness, whatever that may be, but it's acknowledging that, that piece of the other side of the light, that darkness, if you want to call it that, is acknowledging it, holding space for it, speaking to it, and then allowing it to then be transmuted to the light. And oftentimes that's as simple as us just taking the time to hear it us just taking the time to speak our absolute truth of, you know what? I feel ashamed that I feel this jealousy or this anger or something. (sighs) But there's a beautiful thing that happens is when we give ourselves the time to acknowledge that thing and we voice it or we write it or whatever, then it's no longer stuck like marinating within us. It actually comes out We can hold space for our own vulnerability, our own authenticity, and that's when we can transmute it to the light because we said it, we we expressed it, we got it out. And so this is taking those pieces of darkness instead of squashing them away by trying to kind of spiritually bypass and only hold the light, we can bring the dark with us, transmute it along the way and bring it into the light. And that's what really brings wholeness to our experience. And that all happens through conscious choice. Now, the reason why I'm talking about this darkness is because one of the things that my guide showed me kind of mid-month in September is they said, October is really going to be like walking into the dark forest. And I was like, ooh, tell me more about that. And so if you remember, this September was really about stepping into now this upward part of the U of these four years of massive change. We've gone through the downfall of the first part of the you around and through the underbelly of the summer. And now we're in the uphill hike is kind of how they've always shown it to me. And so they said that this hike is like now with October, we're entering into the dark forest. So if you imagine a hike, you know, you're at your vehicle, you're packing your bag, you're prepping all your stuff. And from your vehicle to the entry point of the hike is usually, you know, maybe a dirt road, a little pathway, uh, you know, the path kind of meanders in and then suddenly you start to actually get on the path in the forest. And they said, this is where people will start, start to notice a darkening. They're going into the dark forest. Now for someone that's not prepared, going into the dark forest can be very scary. If you don't have, again, this is metaphorical to explain it, but if you don't have an extra jacket, extra food, a backpack, a whistle, maybe a GPS, um, whatever your comfort pieces are, your tools it's going to be a very dark and scary place, right? It's going to test you and it might just squash you. But if you're prepared in going into the dark forest and you've got a flashlight, you've got extra layers if you need, you've got extra snacks and you do have your GPS, going into the dark forest can be a really interesting, beautiful, revealing adventure something that you grow from, that you transcend, that you, you know, get to the top and you're like, wow, was that ever amazing versus the other person that maybe gets to the top. But by the time they get there, they've got frostbite, they're starving, they're shivering, their knees are cut up and they got derailed along the way. And, you know, it took them way longer to get there. Again, your consciousness and your vibration is key. So that's why spirit is saying, as you walk into the dark forest, If you hear sounds of animals that scare you, remember you have a flashlight to see what it is. And once you can see what it is, you don't need to be afraid of it because you can consciously choose what you're going to do because of it. And that flashlight represents our inner light, right? If you are triggered by something in these dark 3D energies that kind of show themselves, you have your inner light within to shine a light on what those are. And maybe that darkness, like I said, is a feeling of shame or jealousy or unworthiness. But once you shine your light on it, then you can choose to do what you want to transmute it and bring it back to the light, bring it back on your path, move away from whatever that is. It's all about consciousness. And so that's why I'm really excited because for all of you listening you're obviously listening to my podcast because you've done a lot of your work. You've been diving into your own spiritual journeys, diving into your healing modalities, diving into, you know, creating energies that surround and support you in the direction you want to be going, not getting as caught up in the 3D world of either personal dramas, collective dramas, news-based dramas, right? Like you've been doing the work, so Since you've been doing the work, it's to realize that, yes, we may be entering into this dark forest, but you are prepared. You have a backpack. You have thought about this. You have the tools within your being to maneuver this. And so that being said, you have the ability to also shine a light for others. You have the ability ability to be a safe space for others as well and help lead the way, show them a way. And if they choose to follow and do as you do and learn from you, that's fantastic. Right? So entering into this dark forest does not have to be scary. It's simply about conscious choice because we are going to see more narratives kicking up that really can trigger a ton of fear. We're seeing some of that already with earth events happening. Um, you know, the hurricanes that have been going on and so much love and energy goes to those that are having to physically live through that experience right now. We're seeing this in the uh political nature of war that is going on right now in several different places revolutions all of that but it's about keeping our light shining bright um helping to continue bringing consciousness to the planet is so what is key so the dark forest doesn't have to be as dark and ominous if you're prepared which really you are take stock of it take stock of what you've learned where you've come from And how much you've gained and then really use your tools, put them into practice, right? Like if you have a backpack and it's cold and you have a jacket in there, take the jacket out and put it on. It's going to help you sustain your homeostasis, your inner temperature, your inner light, right? Use the tools you need of safe space, of grounding, meditating, uh, self-care, all of those things to keep you in your frequency. That is what matters and that's how we transcend. So conscious choice is key. Now, coming back to this month of fate and destiny and change, there's some really interesting things here. So some of the specific messages Spirit had to say was that October, yes, we're going to the dark forest, but we're also leveling up in our lives because we have cleared a lot of space. We spent September, some of August, really walking away from things that no longer served us clearing that out, refining what that is. That's a beautiful thing. And so now that we've made this space, Spirit is saying really be the star of your own life. Shine your light. Be the embodied sovereign self. Be willing to express who you are in your truth. And some of you could really connect with that through your higher heart. It's kind of like the chakra 4.5. It's in between your heart chakra and your throat chakra. It's a higher heart. It's a thymus. And this higher heart chakra really helps you stand in your personal spiritual truth connected deeply into your purpose. So for some of you that are kind of looking for that, you can even try tapping on that area on your sternum to kind of connect your mind to that spot. For some, it could feel a little bit sore. That's just really activating that chakra. So activate that chakra. You could put a stone there while you're meditating. Um, I have this really beautiful sphere that I often use, this uh, smoky quartz sphere, and I'll just hold it to that spot. So those are different things you can do to activate that higher heart chakra so that you can really embody being the star of your own life. Now, that doesn't mean that you are all egotistical and self-centered. That just means you're standing in your sovereign truth And taking the actions to follow through on it now. Because now is the time for you to follow through on all of the work you've been doing. You've done so much work. Now is time to make the steps, take the steps, take the leaps, whatever they are, to make this happen. Because if you shine a light in the direction you want, and you start with even one goal, taking that step, material results Are going to be falling into your path. Now, those material results can come in many different ways. That can be actual financial abundance. That can be physical things in your lives. Maybe you're trying to manifest a house or a move. You can be manifesting that and having it start to align. But that can also be people as well and relationships. And again, this is, we're talking about soul unions, heavy emphasis on soul unions coming together. So, for those of you that have been really working to bring in a deeper relationship in your life, whether that's friendship, a romantic relationship, however that is, there's big potential for manifesting physically these people, these soul unions in your life. It's a very beautiful, magical time right now. And most people would think that would be, you know, like a springtime thing or a Valentine's Day thing, if you want to go with more of a you know, societal holiday, but this month, the alignments of this month is very, very big on that. So if you keep shining your light in that direction, I'd be amazed at how many of you actually start deepening those connections. Now that can also be deepening of connections you already have in your life. Perhaps you and your spouse this month really find a deepening of your love, of your intimacy, of your friendship. Again, it's material results, tangible material results showing themselves in your, your life right now, which is really exciting. And that's because you're owning your frequency and you're shining your light. Now, another thing too, that spirit is saying that this month is really going to bring our, our intuition on high. Our intuition is going to be very heightened. So you're going to also realize how, how much easier it is to suss out what is in alignment with you and what isn't. It's going to be just on high speed And so the guides are really saying to be the observer in your life. Notice the collective themes and how they're playing out in the collective, but also in your personal life, right? So with the catalysts of, you know, the new moon, solar eclipse, Saturn, Uranus, close square, notice how there are collective soul unions, transformations and transitions, but also how that's happening and unfolding in your own life. Okay. Because there's, there's really a lot of things Falling into the material. And we can really help align those when we're connecting to our intuition by knowing which way to step, which one feels like it's a part of our path and which one doesn't. So really pay attention to your intuition. And for those of you that are, you know, maybe struggling with how do I hear it, feel it, listen to your body. Your body is a great, great intuitive wizard in, you know, helping to share what it is you want to do next? Does it feel calm in your body? Does it feel prickly in your body? Uh, does your body want to pull you in a certain direction or prevent you from going in a certain direction? Does your body want you to eat a certain type of food? Does it not want you to eat a certain type of food? How does your body feel near a certain person? Is it you know, drawn into that person or are you repelled by that person? Your body is an amazing wizard of intuitive information if we really allow ourselves the time and space to notice it. So again, observe, be a real conscious observer, get curious about the world around you collectively and personally. And then that leads me to their last point, which was about supporting your soul vehicle and being health conscious this month. So again, that really leads um, or follows straight from intuition is also pay attention to what you're putting into your body what foods you're having, what things you're drinking, vitamins, minerals, medications. Again, none of this is saying go off medications. That's absolutely not what I'm saying. I'm saying notice what feels right for you. And I think there's a narrative out there sometimes that, you know, in the spiritual community, you shouldn't have to take anything, any kind of medication, any kind of whatever. I know sometimes I've jockeyed with that myself where I'm like, I shouldn't have to take this or this. But the thing is, is listen to your body. Your body is the physical incarnation of your spirit. It is the densest part of your spirit animated in this 3D world. Depending on the vibration of your spirit, depending on your ascension process, and depending on the biological genetic information that you were born into, you may need different levels of support. And that's entirely okay. Allow your body to tell you what it needs and listen to it and then support it in the way that it needs, right? Like my body, for example, needs a lot of vitamin and mineral support. So although I eat a healthy diet, I still take lots of vitamins and minerals and my body feels the best when I do. And so instead of thinking, I should be able to do this a different way, I should be able to eat enough greens or, you know, all these crazy shoulds, I notice what works and I listen and I honor my body by doing that, right? So really pay attention to how you can support your soul's vehicle because here's the key piece. When your soul's vehicle, your body, is vibrating with the most harmony, it has less inflammation. And inflammation is what can often block us from receiving intuitive hits. It can also block us from having a higher frequency. Inflammation drags the body down, which drags the energy down. So the healthier or more harmonized your physical body is, to the best of your ability, the higher your frequency can go. Now, if you're currently struggling with health in some way, cold, illness, chronic illness, whatever that is, it's about making the best of your situation right now. There is nothing more you can do but making the best choices for you in this moment. It doesn't matter if you're dealing with something right now. That's your current reality. But by you becoming as health conscious as you can in this current reality, you are doing the work right there to be the best frequency self, and that's all that matters. So support your soul vehicle the way that you can. Um, Notice your intuitions on high. Notice the leveling up in your life so that you can be the star of your life to help those material alignments of people, places, or things to fall into place, those soul unions. And again, remember that your consciousness and your conscious choice Is absolutely key as we step into this medical or medical, metaphysical, uh, metaphorical dark forest that is October. Just because it's dark, it doesn't mean it has to be scary. I remember one time I did a hike uh, at midnight. Friends and I, when we were in our late teens, decided to go do this hike. I know it sounds a little bit silly, but there was a certain adventure to it. We were prepared, we had backpacks, um, we had headlamps. Uh, Would I recommend my children to do this? Absolutely not. However, there was a sacredness at the time to that experience. And being prepared was totally different than it was if I was dropped off there and just had to hike with nothing, with no preparation, no knowledge of it. So, what I'm getting at by that is I'm not saying go hike in the dark at nighttime. (laughs) What I am saying, though, is not to fear the dark forest notice that your light is bright, your awareness is bright, and you have everything needed in that backpack of yours to move you through the experience of this darkening right now, and that you can and will be okay. So I will leave that with you guys for now. Um thank you so much for joining me as always for the October energy update. And I do want to say definitely check out avalonspirit.com you guys if you're looking to deepen your journey into consciousness. I am holding another lightworker mentorship circle level 1 starting beginning of November. So if you're interested in that, definitely check it out. And uh I will be back again next week with another round part 2 of the Q&A podcast. So those of you that haven't heard the answers to your questions yet, that will be next week. So have a beautiful week, you guys. I'll see you next time.